Welcome back to another episode of the Ring Em Up podcast. Obviously here with my man Carlos, but today we got uh, another special guest with us here, uh, the one and only Zach Brown. Um, Zach, how are you, man? I'm good, man. What's going on, guys? Um, I'm happy to be here. Excited to be on the podcast. I've been a fan for a long time. Well, we're happy to have you here, man. You know, we've had, like we've talked about before, we've had a couple people reach out. Obviously, getting Zach has been uh, something in the works here for the last couple of weeks, and we're just happy we're able to do it. But, Carlos, how you doing, man? We're good, man. We're, uh, the Yankees are playing good baseball right now, so that's all I could ask for. Third so, place in the East, baby. Oh, yeah, third place. You're right. But, <laughs> I mean, can't, be, can't complain. Baltimore and Tampa Bay are both juggernauts, so, but the Yankees are playing good ball. But, yeah, man, uh, this is my man, Zach Brown. I've known him for quite the time now. Some people know him as Deputy Brown. Um, who knows you as Deputy, huh? Just Carlos. Just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so that might be just my nickname. Um, it's funny, anytime he gets me a ring or a message or anything, I always see his contact name is literally Deputy Brown with the white cop and the police badge <laughs> and every time people see that they're like holy shit dude you're friends with the cop <laughs> yeah i am dude, i got the same thing but you're sheriff carlos <laughs> in mine <laughs> yeah man so yeah it's it's honestly it's a pleasure to have you here man i'm excited it's let's have some fun with it yeah so a little bit about you i mean obviously um zach and carlos kind of grew up playing a little <clears throat> bit together um, I got to coach both of them. I got to coach Zach a little bit too afterwards, but uh, give them just a little bit about you and you know your life in the game and what kind of got you into it, man. Yeah, I've just, uh, I mean, my family is just a big sports family and I grew up playing football, basketball, baseball and uh, just kind of took a liking to baseball the most, decided to try and pursue that, played all four years in high school, two of them with Carl, two or three. I believe it was two. Two? I think so. I think it was my junior and senior okay. year. Uh, yeah, two. So two with Carlos. Um, had a little cup of coffee at a junior college up in San Francisco. Shout out to City College. And uh, came back to Utah. And now I'm just coaching, helping out high school kids, trying to help them out, trying to teach them what I learned and trying to guide them, I guess. Yeah, yeah, man. That's awesome. Always fun to be part of the game still, obviously. Like you said, something, uh, something you really enjoy doing and you know have the time for it, definitely but that's awesome man i mean just jumping right into it right i mean it's been yeah. uh it's been a couple of weeks well we have we didn't get on last week no. obviously i ended up going down to vegas for a softball tournament and man when i tell you it, it, what are they i think it was like a 16u softball tournament right and i mean but these things get competitive bro i don't i don't get it these girls play seven eight nine games on the weekend and i'm just like I don't understand how y'all do this. Like that is a lot of games, but it was fun to watch. Very competitive. I don't. I don't. I mean, as a parent, I don't know how you sit at a field for that long. Oh, it's tough. Believe oh me, my. having to do it all Dude, weekend. It, it's tough as a coach too, man. I didn't realize how time-consuming it is, but oh my god. Yeah, dude, just being at the field all day, yeah. something in a situ especially when it got hot. I mean, down in Vegas, Jesus. Yeah, it was hot. You know what I mean? Yeah. That thing gets to you real quick. But it was it was a good time, but. That's kind of why we weren't able to, or haven't gotten an episode out. Obviously, again, like we said, got a little bit busy, but you know, we're we're right back into it. Obviously, you're, like we were talking about the East, there, the Yankees in third place, the Royal or the Rays, and um, Baltimore are still playing very, very good baseball. So that division continues to be that juggernaut division because you still have the Red Sox. You know, but, staying on in this division real quick. Um, the Yankees did release Aaron Hicks. I don't remember if we talked. Oh, we did talk about that yeah, on the yeah. last time. Multiple times. Yeah. Well, I, I made sure to let people know how I felt about that. And honestly, 
he's still young enough where I'm like, if a, if the right team finds him, the guy's going to perform. And I was really afraid of him staying in our division because I don't know. I just it's anything about playing against the Yankees. The guys are always going to have an edge on them about it. And now that he's on Baltimore of all teams, a team that's in second place, that's ahead of the Yankees by like uh, two games, I guess. I mean, Aaron Hicks at one point is going to come back and hit do something big against the Yankees. I can already feel it as much as I hate to say it. And it's that story that always happens. It, exactly. This is just how it goes every single time. And he grew his facial hair the second he could. Dude has a full-on beard now. So, Dude, and there's just there's no pressure on him anymore. Zero. Whatsoever. Yeah, zero pressure. Like, I mean, you put those pinstripes on, man, it's like it, it's tough. Like, I mean, that's why Jeter is so great, right, and all those great Yankees. I'm not, I don't want to say A-Rod, but. I mean, he was still he's still part of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. As as much as his whole history is, I mean, he's still a player that you know what I mean. He he balled out for sure and got to wear the pinstripes and do it you know pretty well. Um, Got paid. Oh yeah, well got very paid. But yeah, no, like you said, the pinstripes can definitely uh, can definitely get to you blind some people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think it happened to Gallo too, man. I mean, look what he's. We talked about that too. Yeah, Yeah, we talked about he's uh, he's he's playing a whole lot better for sure, but. But I mean, like I mean, none of this really matters considering that the Rays are just the Rays, man. Those guys, yeah. every week you come on here, we give them their flowers, and they just don't lose. These guys refuse to lose a series or lo- I mean, go on a little cold streak. No, like they're they're in it, man. Yandy Diaz is honestly having a low key kind of MVP type season. He's batting three ten, twelve bombs. I mean, Yandy Diaz is a guy. And have you ever seen a picture of Yandy Diaz? The mm-hmm. dude is yoked dude he I'm, is huge you'd be surprised how often you get that though f- with baseball players because obviously they're wearing these jerseys or whatever but like even shohei like when shohei for, like that first picture of him came out in like that cutoff shirt yeah. right it was like holy crap like who the hell is this guy like dude, he just- I, I was i was at an a's game one time and now the players come through that tunnel next to the fans uh-huh. And Chapman walked by me, and oh my god, that guy is gigantic. Like, watching on TV, you'd have no idea, but once you're, like, actually next to him, that guy is huge. Yeah, dude, it's crazy how you, you, like I said, it's funny because you get that from a lot of people. that They're like, yeah. damn, did you see how big this guy actually is? And yeah, it's like, oh. and it wasn't until literally, like, a couple days ago that I saw a picture of Yandy Diaz in, like, a normal shirt, and I'm like, holy shit, that dude's jacked. So, yeah, I mean... Don't matter how good the Yankees are playing. I mean, when Tampa Bay is playing this well, it's hard to really make up any ground here. The, they are the first team to 40 wins this year. They are 40-18 and 18 currently. Yeah, but, I mean, even the, the Orioles and the Yankees are only four or five and a half back right. right now. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's, I mean, they're 35 and 21 and 34 and well, 23, and so they're pretty much so right So spin there. zone, yeah. You can always say, remember when they when Tampa Bay started off, what was it, 13-0? and 0? Yeah. I mean, and for the Yankees to only be five-ish games back, I mean, really, it's more credit, I think, to the Yankees than Tampa Bay at that point. Well, I mean, it again, just shows you how strong that whole division is. And, you know what I mean? I think in a matter of time, it looks like the Yankees are going to pass up the Orioles here probably within the next two weeks or so, I would say. Um, and, you know, be right behind the Rays right there. So, you know, they'll probably put that pressure on the Rays, and it's just going to be up to the Rays to really kind of hold the hold the line with it. You know what I mean? Right. So we'll see how that kind of goes, but that race is going to be fun to watch all year long for sure. You know, going into the Central, the Twins still up in first. You know what I mean? I mean, but that 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 see, I have a I have a pretty smart idea that I think MLB should look into doing this year. Why don't they get rid of the Central just for this year? Because who wants to have, who wants to see the Twins play? 
I mean, they would play the I'm Royals. Ass- <laughs> no, in the playoffs. Let's say, oh, okay. assuming they make it to the playoffs. Let's say it's the Twins. They would play the West team, which would be uh, well, Texas. No. Well, the Twins would probably play one of the. They would play the first wild card team, or no, the which la- would be the an last, East team, the last wild card team. Regardless, it would be an East team, so yeah. they'd probably. I mean, it's just I don't know. Like, I'd rather see another team from the West and. Yeah, as of right now, I mean, they'd probably be playing. Uh, no, well, no, they'd probably be playing. Let me see. The, probably Baltimore, right? Yeah, probably Baltimore. The Yankees, as of right now, the Ast. Well, the Astros are thirty-two and twenty-two. Assuming they lose yeah, the division and they stay there, they'd be that 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 third wild card team. So the Twins would get the Astros, and it seems like that'd be a pretty little. Dude, Houston's starting to get hot too. Yeah, man. they got Altuve back, and I don't know. Texas is not safe in that. That first spot, uh, te- they're, they're definitely not safe, but I think Texas has a lot going on for them right I now. I think Texas too. is a legit team. Yeah, I think they're going to be a legit contender, and even if they bounce back and forth between that first and second place, right there a little bit, mm-hmm. like I think that's who. You know what I mean? It could go either way. I still think, right as of right now, at least. Yeah, and the reason I think Texas is a legit team is they're they have the best offense in in the big leagues, and their pitching is top three. I mean, and that's including bullpen and. They're starting rotation, but they're doing this all without their ace, Jacob DeGrom, which crazy. I which, mean, which doesn't matter considering that they have another ace in Nathan Navaldi, who, who's honestly a contender for the Cy Young right now. Well, I mean, Nathan Navaldi, like I said, we talked about this. I don't remember if it was last episode or the one before, but Nathan Navaldi showed when he was with the Red Sox that he can definitely be that guy. Oh yeah, his I had stuff him on is, my fantasy team. Last his year, stuff dude. is nasty. Dog. He throws a hundred plus. Like the dude guts run on his ball. Like the ball moves and cuts and slides. Like he's got all of it. You know what I mean? And when he's on. He's nasty, man. And like I said, you've seen it before, so it's not like anyone should really be surprised, but he's balling out this year for sure. Right. And so, I mean, you can't – I don't I don't know. I mean, I, I did think Houston was going to come back. I thought Jose Altuve would play, you know, that bigger captain role. But, I mean, Texas is just honestly a really good team. They bang – since Corey Seager's return, that team – He's been – he hasn't misstepped. Well, shit, I mean, they were playing good before, when he was out, and you just put him in the lineup. And he, and he just hopped right in, like, no, like, oh, well, let me, you know, figure it out a little bit, nothing. Dude's been hot since he came back. One of the things I have in my notes is uh, I miss Seager. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> I don't man, blame him, That was my guy, man. I love that dude. Just a I mean, honestly, hard-nosed North Carolina boy. Yeah, I mean, the fact that the Dodgers didn't re-sign him, I mean, that's kind of crazy. But at the same time, I mean, you got – you got a lot of stuff going on over there with those guys too, and all the money that they've spent over the last couple of years, and obviously, I mean, supposedly going to try to make a push for uh, for Shohei after the season, right? So we'll kind of see how all that works out there. But yeah, it's, I mean, Corey Seager and Marcus. I mean, I mean, when you invest, what was it like half a, or a bill, half a billion half dollars a bill, yeah. in those two guys? I mean, you would hope that. This is what they were hoping for when they first signed them. It was like, you know, eventually when these two guys click and they're both rolling at the same time, like, that lineup's going to bang. And they have a um, potential AO rookie candidate of the year candidate. Um, Jung, yeah. Jung? Texas Tech yeah. native. Uh, I mean, dude's been banging for them. Josh Jung is a legit batter. Their catcher, Josh Heem, is legit. I mean, like I said, their offense is number one right now statistically, and their pitching is – Third in the league, so I mean that's a very well-rounded team. And I mean you have you have a, the guy of Adolis Garcia out there that's also having a pretty good Dude, year, monster, you know. What I mean? man. So I mean they definitely he's got, he's got what fourteen bombs on the season. Right yeah, now? Dude. he's got fourteen. Josh so, Jung has twelve as a rookie. Damn, Jesus. that's crazy. So I mean Texas is I mean, 
hey man you never know they might you know the astros might have to uh, be like take their step to the side here and be like you know what i don't know man i mean because like he talked like that kind of brought up too with jose altuve's return i mean you have that presence back in, in in your lineup you know what i mean that guy that's your guy that's always been the guy there in houston no one can say that that there's anyone else that that team belongs to other than no. Jose Altuve. You no, know what absolutely I mean? not. That cheating culture, man. All of it. Like, <laughs> call it what you want. All of it. You know what I mean? But he was there through all the suck, and you know what I no, mean? No, man. He, he took it. He took it on the chin, you know? Yeah. But he, unlike Carlos Correa, who I still I denies that. that. Dude, that guy is a weirdo, man. I can't, <laughs> I can't stand that guy. But yeah. And did you see Carlos Correa just went down with that foot injury that kept him from getting the contracts with the Mets and the Giants this offseason? He remember, just went down with it? Yeah. He, That's crazy. But I believe it was his other foot. So remember when he was getting these big contract talks and yeah. they were like... Nobody would do it because of the physical? Nobody would do it because yeah, of the physical they kinda, from years they ago. They kind of screwed him over with that because like the, the teams will bring an outside doctor in. And it, the dude who did the physical on him for the Giants was the same guy who did it on him for the Mets too. Oh, really? Yeah. That's stupid. I mean, as, a, as the Mets, you would kind of... I mean, cool, yeah, if you want to have him do it, too, but you should probably have someone. You're right. Like, you should probably have guys. someone else do it. Yeah, you should probably have someone else do it, too, just to be like, okay, let's be sure. So, yeah, he did miss some time. I did see he just came back, though, um, played the last two games. But, yeah, he was down with that foot injury. That, And it's crazy to think because I remember thinking, I'm like, this is obviously something that happened when he was with the Astros years ago. So, like. Maybe even before. Even yeah, before, maybe. even before, yeah. He, I think he, it happened to him in the minor leagues. I, think. I believe before yeah. he even got called up, yeah. yeah. And all of us, and it was a big issue. And then that's why the Giants and the Mets were both like, yeah, no, we're not going to risk this kind of money for him and this kind of you know injury prone guy. Yeah. And all of a sudden he goes down with this foot injury. Yeah, especially if you're signing him to like a 12 year deal too, you know, I and he might play what nine of those years or something i mean if you're lucky you know yeah. what i mean if this becomes a bigger issue you maybe he misses half of his contract and then you're really fucked yeah. you know what i mean i still think the twins could have got away with giving him way less yeah. oh yeah i'm I like mean, bro nobody's gonna I'm, take him yeah exactly i'm like bro nobody wants you like you want to come play or not i'll give you i'll give you 180 or something give you the you fucking league I mean? minimum dude you want to play or not because <laughs> i mean Car- carlos Correa's play I for fucking, like 500 grand a year i fucking hate carlos Correa so much yeah i do too yeah, ever since that whole scandal, I can't stand that oh, guy. Oh, dude, that, that series a couple weeks ago with uh, Minnesota and the Dodgers, every time up to the plate, just no, the, whole sta- Boo! Yeah. the whole stadium is awesome. But, yeah, man. He deserves it. That division's looking a little – I mean, it's going to be a, two run, a two-team race, I think, honestly, between Texas and Houston. I don't – Seattle has been such a disappointment. You don't think the Angels could make a push at some point? I think the Angels are honestly in the worst possible position of any team, and here's why. The Angels, as of right now, they sit 30 and 27. They're six games back. They're in third place. They're only two games back in the win column from, you know, below the Astros. But as of right now, they're not in the playoffs. So what are you going to do with Otani? He sells you tickets. He puts asses in seats. But as an organization, if you're, what's his name, Art? Um, Artie Moreno. Artie Moreno. Uh If you're Artie Moreno, like, you've got to be thinking – Oh well, we you know what this might we're we're not a World Series team this year, but if we trade Otani, we're going to get so much in return. But I understand he sells you tickets, and that's why people go to those games is to watch him play. Well, and I've and I've said though, how much are you really going to get for Otani? I understand he's a he's a 
I, I mean, I had the take where, yeah, it was going to take a lot for you to get him, and I still think it's going to take a good amount, but I don't think it's going to take that much. I mean, you know, two guys that are that are, that are are big league ready right now and maybe two prospects at most. Like, I don't you're, – you're, you're giving him up for three months. You know well, what I mean? But you, I, he's I not going to resign with the Angels. The Dodgers would do that, though. It's a crazy thing. Like they did with Scherzer and Turner a couple of years ago. And yeah, like, but I mean, but so I don't, I don't necessarily think they will. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did yeah, something I, like that. I can see it, and like I said, there's definitely going to be someone that's willing to do it just because. Well, I mean, she, the problem is, 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 is I think. Like I said, for me at least, when we had talked about it before, is I thought it was going to take a pretty big package of prospects, and now I'm kind of on the other side where I'm like, yeah, you're obviously still going to get a good deal because he is Otani, you know what I mean? And as I mean, as Artie Moreno, Artie Moreno's been known to make some stupid decisions when it comes to money with Pujols and freaking <laughs> Rendon, uh, Rendon over there. Like these guys, that might be the worst contract in baseball. Probably right two of the worst contracts. Like I mean, Pujols was a shit contract over there too. You know what I mean? Like, but but so he's been known to make these these pretty stupid decisions. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, if you give if you're giving up, if you're going after Otani this year. There's no guarantee you re-sign him, so you're pretty much just getting a rental for three months. Yeah. I mean, like, how do they not? I mean, we got the bees here, which is the uh, Angels affiliate, but how how are you not like calling up Joe Adele right now or or someone? You know, or well, how do you they're have, calling up a lot of guys. How though? do you not have like someone in your in your minor league that's like that can come up and do like what the do- like what Bobby Miller's doing? You know, or right. someone like that. Well, I just, and I mean, I, I mean, they've tried calling up Adele. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not like it's not like he they haven't tried giving him a shot too. You know what I mean? And I don't really necessarily watch Angels baseball. I mean, I know mm-hmm. down here with the bees, I know the motherfuckers. I know he's killing it. You know what yeah. I mean? He goes out there. And yeah, dude, I went to a game a couple weeks ago and he hit a ball out so far and so fast it like scared me. He's <laughs> like, God, I'm glad I stopped playing, man. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean. So I, I don't, I don't know if he just, if he's just. Uh, Gonna be one of those guys that's a great minor league player and just an four A player. Yeah, the four A guy. You know what I mean. My (laughs) thing is though, is like, I think in the back of Artie's mind, he knows he's not resigning him. So why would you not try to get anything out of it, even if it is a little smaller than what they expect? I understand he's gonna sell you tickets the next what four months left of the season or whatever it is. But dude, if you're if you're Mike Trout though and you're playing with Otani and you see how good he is and they deal him away, aren't you kinda like, what the fuck? Like why am I still here? Like Oh yeah. That no but but Trout did it to himself. He's had he had his free agency and had the chance to walk away and request trades and do all that shit but he signed that big ass extension and i know dude but things change quick like well, that, right. especially with organizations well i mean if you're especially if, if you've only made the playoffs once in your career yeah well that's what i'm saying i mean if i'm trout like if i'm trout and i signed this big ass extension with you guys like there has to be an understanding that you're trying to build still a, a team that's going to compete exactly and, and if you're like, about to just get rid of Altani now it's like what like yeah, I get what you're saying. I what just I doing? just don't see how they keep them, and whether it's, I mean, they might keep them the rest of the year. I don't, they probably won't trade them, but in come the off season, like I don't think they have the money to be giving him that kind of contract that he deserves or is going to want. So that's why I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and this month is like when we're going to start seeing the headlines about all this. Stuff yeah, too. all these. Yep, because I mean the trade deadline is I believe the, like last week of July or yeah. second to last week. It's mm-hmm. in July sometimes. Um, so, so that's what, I don't know. Is. My thinking is I'm like. I'd rather get something in return rather than nothing. 
So well, I mean, and I'm kind of on the same page because, like I said, you're still going to get a couple of guys that are that are that are big league ready right now. You know, still young. I mean, you go say say the dot the Dodgers in a sense kind of go for something like that. You're going to have to give up. Um, you know, like a Dustin May, someone that's again, someone that's big league ready right yeah. now. You know what I mean? Or Chris Taylor or something like that. Um, and Bobby give, Miller, their top yeah. pitching prospect. I mean, they'd have to give up something legit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would give up Bobby Miller right now for, for sure. Yeah, I mean, he. I mean, yeah, he's had a couple good starts, but like, how? I we don't know. We still don't know about him. Right. You know? I mean, the thing with the Dodgers though, right, is they're they're kind of. I mean, they have a great farm system. Yeah. You know what I mean? And cutting down that payroll right now, getting rid of all those guys is, I'm guessing, kind of what they're going after. So at the same time, if I can win with the guys that I have now, you know what I mean? Why would I go want to drop half a bill on, right. on, on this one guy? Yeah. You know what I mean? Dude, could you imagine a lineup with Mookie, Freeman, and then Otani? That'd be stupid. That would be That's insane. what I'm saying. Otani so, would. Oh, well, I guess Otani would be. You'd have Mookie, Freddie, and Otani, one, two, three. That's what I'm saying, man. That's why I think <laughs> – that's why if I'm already as much as the fans are going to hate me and as much, I mean, they probably already do, but why would I not try to get something in return knowing that Otani's probably not going to sign back here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, whether it's, oh, they they got him on a fucking steal, whatever it is. I mean, I'd rather get, get three, something. four guys than not get anything at all. Yeah. yeah, and who knows, you know, maybe Otani doesn't want to leave. He's just True. like, hey, I want to I want to like something here. here. You know, I love playing next to Mike Trout every day. It's like... And I mean, like you said, they're thirty and twenty-seven right now. They're six games out of first place. They're about three and a half behind the Astros for second right now, right? So I mean, they're they're not out of it. No, you know, in any in per but, se. So you see, know and that's I mean? so, and that's exactly what I was telling you about. Is like they're not out of it, but they're not in it either. Yeah, I mean, they sit in fourth place for that four, for so three wild card teams. It's Baltimore, the Yankees, and Houston, and and they're in fourth. And they're in fourth. They're so the odd and I mean. Team out. I mean, and then underneath them, you got Toronto, Boston, Seattle. So, realistically, I mean, I don't know, man. Oh, they're actually tied with Toronto right now for that fourth wild card. But still, I mean, I don't know. This is a really shitty spot for them to be in. They're not up top, and they're not at the bottom. So, I mean, I think it's one of those things where if you can get to the trade deadline and you're still in this position where you're you're, you're five, four games out, you know what I mean, of first place. Then yeah, you have to hold on to him, and you got to kind of, again, show Mike Trout that we're we're willing to, you know what I mean, kind of go through this and try to get these people for you to, to, you know what I mean, to compete. I think the the real question is if they do deal Otani, do they keep the samurai helmet or does he take that with him? Oh, fuck! Why would he? Why would they keep it? <laughs> you know how awkward <laughs> that would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Venezuelan or no Colombian Gio Urshela just. <laughs> Out there just, yeah, just taking it with him through the airport. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, on a brighter side, though, with the Angels, they did just call up Ben Joyce. Um, for those of you who don't know who Ben Joyce is, he was a played on the University of Tennessee last year and became pretty well known considering that he throws 105 pretty dude, consistently gas, with dude. some nasty pretty run. pretty consistently some nasty run too dude i was watching those highlights i think just this morning or yesterday morning but yeah dude just blowing 101 past people with like at least 15 inches of arm he's side run dude it's six, like what the hell it says he's 225 and six foot five i don't think he's 225 but i mean that's six foot five I, I 22 years old a texas boy oh no just kidding a tennessee 
Tennessee grown, but get this. He only threw – he was in double A this year. He got drafted last year in last year's draft, played 13 games in double A ball, and then just got called straight up. Didn't play triple A ball at all. So, yeah, I mean – got a He's got a twin brother, too, that's nasty as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's crazy. Like identical – like you can't even tell them apart. So, yeah, I mean, this they just said, fuck it, dude. Come on up, which I – mean, Again, if – I don't blame. Yeah, if you, I mean, can, if you can play, like, why the, why the hell not? Well, and especially them, like, they don't have pitching. They're not rolling in deep with pitching. I seen – I went to the Bees game not that long ago, and their closer, um, huge, huge, heavy, heavy guy. I'm talking as heavy as they come, and he got called up literally that next day. It's funny because um, we were kind of making fun of him for being so big. <laughs> And Pablo Sandoval on the mound. That's literally what he looks like. I'm not kidding. It's what he looks like. And then the very next day, he got called up. Reyes Morontana. I don't. I have no idea. But he's at least three bills easy. So, I mean, they're calling up whatever they have and giving them a shot in the big leagues, which I don't – I mean, you well, can't be mad at. And, again, you're you're right there. You know what I mean? You're, you're not far out of the division still. You're still in it. So, I mean, if you have guys and it's better to give them opportunities and see what they can do than to just hold them back and you not, you know, compete, I guess, or you just keep losing games and falling further back. So, I mean, shout out to them. We'll see kind of what happens there. Obviously, the right. Otani news is going to be something everybody in the baseball world will be keeping up with. So, oh, dude, Laz Diaz is behind the mound. Just called a strike at a dude's shoelaces. Oh, dude. <laughs> And then you have, yeah, Seattle, we talked about them. They're above 500 by a game. But then you got the AAA Oakland Athletics there, man. <laughs> they just, they're getting worse and worse. I, I'm, I'm surprised they've even won a couple of games. They, not, not only have they won a couple of games, they just took the series from the Atlanta Braves. That is true. Yeah, that is true. But, I mean, it's it's a sad time, man. It's If you're an A's fan right now, I feel for you. Well, I don't actually. I don't know what that feels like, but that can't, I mean – they are so bad. I get it for the fans, and don't get me wrong, the fans are a big part of the game. But but right, this isn't because of them. But no, and not at all. But right now, honestly, I could care a little bit less about the fans, and I care more about the players. Like how do you like how do you kind of keep playing in this atmosphere, knowing all this shit that's going on? And you have to keep going out there and just keep having to try to produce. You know what I mean? Right. Like, playing in Oakland's got to be shitty right now. Like, being a player in that organization has to be pretty shitty right Dude, now. Especially if you're a pitcher and you have, like, actual time to think about it and you're not playing every day. You oh, know? yeah. <laughs> like you're or just you're just sitting in the sitting bullpen. In, you're in that dugout that sucks. <laughs> and just, <laughs> you're sitting in an empty field, empty stadium every day. I mean, the dudes are they're 12 and 46. They have a, a negative 195 run differential. Just to put that into perspective, the Texas Rangers, who are first in their division, are first in the entire league with a positive 131. Jesus. So, I mean – it's it's not good. I seen this um, this what I sent this to you. I believe two days ago or last, yeah last night or something. But they have the biggest stadium in baseball. Fits fifty six thousand, but have the least amount of fans show up on a regular basis. And it is said, I don't know how true this is. Again, this is off the internet, but it says that games have gotten so quiet that pitchers and catchers have to turn down their pitch comp because the pitcher could hear it. So you know how quiet it has to be? I mean, 
it's sad times, you know. I don't Have you guys ever been to that stadium? Uh-uh. Dude, it is a shithole, man. That's what everybody it's says. Bad. Yeah, that's what it's everybody bad. says. Dude, I sat, I sat in a suite in center field one time, and even the suites were like, so low end and like it like i felt like i was watching a game in like 1970 or something it was so Jesus. bad and then i just seen something that um <laughs> hold on wasn't it wasn't it there in oakland where one of the broadcast teams uh couldn't like sit in the oh yeah booth? no they couldn't sit Dude, in the booth i think they're <laughs> still doing that like they still can't go back in that <laughs> yeah. booth yeah because there's like possum or yep. something yep. in there nesting in there that's jesus D- Christ. Dude, there a problem out there in the bay God. for sure it's hilarious, man. And then I seen something this morning saying that um, the state of Nevada had a public hearing this on Monday. So keep in mind, Monday, Memorial Day, and the Golden Knights were playing to advance to the Stanley Cup. And, I mean, hockey is pretty big out there. They held a, a hearing, a public hearing to, like, throw, to, like, basically say, oh, we're going to spend this much public funding on this new stadium but they kind of did it on purpose because it was on Memorial Day and it was on a pretty busy day considering the Knights were playing, so nobody really showed up to that because they thought, oh, the public isn't going to want to put this much money of the public funding into this stadium. Yeah. I mean, and I don't blame them because I think I think a, the, um, Fisher, Jim Fisher, no. I can't think of the their owner's name, but I think he needs to – the league needs to get on him. I don't think this is because of the team or the fans or the location or nothing. No, it's definitely on him. It's 100%, really the 100% owner- on, on the ownership of that of that whole organization. I mean, they've done absolutely nothing to try to make a winning team, to try to bring in money. Um, it's it's John Fisher. Yeah, it's, it's 100% on them, I would say. So that's why my thing is like, what? I don't know how much this really helps them if it's going to be the same ownership, the same everything. Like, what is moving the Vegas going to do? Is he going to all of a sudden be like, oh, you know what? Actually, yeah, I'm going to start investing in the in the team. Well, you get a new facility. What, I mean, right? okay, but still, you can have the shiniest tool if you don't well, know how to use I, I, it. Then. I, I agree. But you get a new facility, right? So as a team, that's going to help out tremendously, right? Because now you're not playing in this shithole that we were just talking about in Oakland. Um and now you're in a you're you're in a smaller stadium. Yeah. But you also just picked up another fan base. Like Vegas people are gonna back up their teams like we talked about before, and you've seen it happen with the Knights. As soon as the Knights went in, everybody became a. But that was Vegas. a new team. Well, brand new team. I, and I understand, but you're gonna tell me that all these people in Vegas aren't gonna go support the new MLB Major League Baseball team? That's I mean, all of a sudden, I, I think the other part of it too is it's a big free agent destination too. Like, everybody. I mean, we've want- all played baseball. We all know a lot of baseball players like to gamble. Man, they like to hang Heck out yeah. on the strip. And well, like, I mean, just being in Vegas and everything that Vegas has, you're yeah. gonna tell me. People People aren't going to be like, shit, go sign me a little five-year contract to go to Vegas. Hell yeah, let's do the, it. They don't sign five-year contract. That's what I'm saying. Like, it can, It's going to be sick as fuck, and yeah, the stadium's going to be dope, but if in five years the team's being ran the same way it's being ran now, who's going to want to go play there? I think he brings in more money, and I, well, think, I think it helps. That's what I was getting to. I, I, I think the move to Vegas is going to bring in more money, and I think it's going to help him kind of make – not necessarily huge moves for an Otani or a, you know what I mean, a Trout or whatever, but I think it gives him more money to go after, you know, guys like a George Springer or guys like a Alex Bregman or guys like a, you know what I mean, a, a even a freaking Glaber Torres, you know what I mean. It gives you that that leeway to go get some not top tier names, but some bigger names for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think it, I think the MLB has to do something with John Fisher and be like, yo, dude, like, we're going to give you all this money, and we're going to give you this facility, and we're going to give you the chance to, you know, relocate and stuff, but you got to do something different. you got to compete at least. you yes, got to want to yes. compete. Try at least. At, yeah. And I, I, I think he probably will, too, because, like, I mean, think about it. If, you're owning, if you own a team and you're about to relocate and no one's coming to the games, why, like, like start you're focusing on that move right you're you don't care about this season well, at hell all. No. i think he's been focusing on this move for a while now yeah after that fire sale they had mm-hmm. with everyone like yeah why not i mean you know what i mean i think this is something that's been in the works for a little bit that's why he's been like well let me just kind of let whatever be here until we get this all situated and then once we get that move now i can you know what I mean? Start Take it a little more a little, serious. Yeah, start to put a little bit more. But he was like, first, maybe first thing first, I just want to get out of Oakland. Yeah. You know what I mean? I kind of feel like that's where it's been for a couple of years. And now you're starting to see it come to fruition. So once you start, shit, even maybe before he gets to freaking Oakland, maybe you start to see him try making some moves or something. You know what yeah. I mean? So. Yeah, you know I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. If, well, when are they planning on moving? Look, I like think, two years? No, I think it was 2000. Can't remember twenty eight. Yeah, I bet. I bet that summer before they move, they're gonna start making some crazy deals. So, I mean, well, it, and it, it like you said, I think it is. Um, players do want to play in Vegas. They do want to live in Vegas well, and stuff even, like that. But not even that kind of like we talked about. Obviously, is now you you have a good a good group of people coming out of the state of Vegas itself. You know, as far as ball players, so yeah. You think these guys? Yeah, exactly. You think these guys aren't going to want to stay home and play for their for you know the team there mm-hmm. in in their state where where they're from? Like, are you saying Bryce Harper is going to be in Oakland? Eh? Can you imagine Las dude? Vegas? Eh? Las Vegas? <laughs> eh? Can you imagine him, Chris Bryant, Joey Gallo? They yeah. all team that, up. Uh, and, what that Bryson Stock kid? I think yeah. he's from Vegas too. Bryson Stock. Yeah, he, he went to UNLV. I yeah, think. dude, yeah. that kid, that kid's good. Yeah, so uh, you imagine you get all these guys to just just because they want to come yeah, home. Exactly. Harper's like, fuck it, I'll take two hundred grand like, <laughs> or two hundred mil. Like, I don't care. Like, you know what I mean? That'd be definitely fun to see. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely interesting seeing what those guys are kind of doing. And it's funny, I didn't hear about that meeting on Memorial Day. Yeah, they planned, and I mean, was it on purpose that it was? On? Oh hell yeah, hundred percent. Because I mean, you're gonna, oh, you're, yeah, gonna, you're gonna tell me that you're gonna you're about you're making this public so that you can say, well, we invited everybody. Yeah, but they, probably, they gonna, probably did it in the middle of the afternoon. I think I think it was literally like yeah. a three o'clock like, yeah, meeting. Is everybody's tailgating for the Knights game? Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> like nobody's paying attention. Everybody's to driving home <laughs> yeah. from camping and shit. Yeah, like slide this on their table real quick. He's like, yeah, we're doing. Oh no, it's here. Weird. I wonder why. Okay, they just showed up twenty minutes. All right, so we're gonna need this much money. All right, we'll see you guys later. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming was, out. Nobody was there, so right. But I don't know, man. It'll be interesting to see for sure. Um, With the disappointing A's, though, sticking in that West, jumping over to the National League, the Padres are damn near just as good as them. It seems like, dude. Well, I mean, if you want to get ten times the payroll, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) If you want to talk about statistics, um, the San Diego Padres are twenty ninth, and the Oakland A's are thirtieth. So, dude. But let me let me. Can you name me? I don't know. Two guys in that uh, lineup for the Oakland A's. No. Is Tony Kemp still there? <laughs> I, think, I think he might be, actually. That's the only one I really know. I, yeah, he is, I think Jesus he Aguilar be. was the other guy that oh, I knew. Yeah, he, he, he got DFA'd. Oh, did he? I don't, Jesus I don't, Aguilar was I don't know how Oakland? you get DFA'd from the Oakland A's, but he got DFA'd. Damn, bro, he was living it up in Miami, too, oh, and then yeah. he goes to Oakland. He was, he was playing good ball out there in Miami, too. 
And so, yeah, but San Diego Padres. So you you can't name me two guys, but you can name me. I bet you half of their lineup. Oh fuck yeah! I mean, I mean the Padres are talk about it. This I think it's more disappointing, honestly, on the Padres side than it is Oakland. So to give it some context, the A's as a team are batting two twenty right now, and the Padres are batting two twenty two. Bro, and when this you is have a- Bogarts, Tatis, well, let's say yeah. Soto. Uh, Cronenworth, yep. Hassan Kim, Grisham, yep. Yeah, I mean, you got uh, Nelson Cruz and Matt DH and um, Matt Carpenter. Matt Carpenter, DH and yeah, it's so you. Well, there's more than two players. So you have a star-studded. You <laughs> have an all-star, yeah. an all-star ballot team here, and I mean, they just can't figure it out. It's really, it's honestly really shocking to see. Like I said, I think this is way more disappointing than. If you're an Oakland A's fan right now, to be honest with you. Well, yeah, because, I mean, as an Oakland A's fan, you knew that you weren't going to compete. I mean, don't, I mean, I'm not trying to be, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to say that there was any, any chance whatsoever that they were going to ever compete for anything over there, you know what I mean? Dude, the Padres but, spent all this money, you're expected to win. Dude, and they're, they're not far out from being fifth in the West, too. Like, Colorado's creeping up on them a little bit. 24 and 32, Colorado and the Padres are, yeah, they're yeah. a game, like a game and, a half. and a half. That separates Jesus. the Colorado Rockies and the Padres. Padres are going to fall to last place I mean, in the list. I mean, out of their last 10, they're both 5-5. Five and five. <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, that's not good. Oh, that's the, not good at all. They have a negative run differential, which I, which I think is absolutely crazy because that team should be scoring runs. And... I think it. I mean, it, does, it definitely doesn't help that their pitching has been horrendous. Their best pitcher is Michael Walker. When you have Blake Snell and freaking Joe Musgrove and you yeah. Darvish and Michael Walker is your ace. I mean, he has a three four er three point four three point four five ERA and has five wins. But I mean, when your next best guy is Blake Snell and he has a four ERA, I mean. That's not going to cut it. Blake Snell, to me, like I said, Blake Snell was a bust. Yeah, he just won, that one good year. He won that Cy Young, and ever since, he's been shit. Dude, it's that, it's that Tampa Bay organization, man. They just It's a pitching factory over there, and then yeah. they leave, and nothing happens. All of a sudden, you know, you forgot what they taught you over there. Yeah. Oh, Ty, Ty France. Ty and then one. Oh, get foul. Is that fair? No. Yeah. Fair ball. We are watching the Yankees-Mariners game, 0-0, bottom six right now. Ty France just hit a double, but... Another good series there going on. So wouldn't say good. Yankees have smoked them the first two games. Well, that's true, I guess. Then I mean, when you have a MVP on your team and Aaron Judge. Ooh, that that's may be foul. foul. Ooh, that's a foul ball. It's gonna be close for sure. But yeah, uh, back, back to the Padres though, dude. Uh, Juan Soto is leading the team in average right now, and he's only batting two sixty three. 263. Yeah. Juan Soto. This is Juan our, Soto. This was the guy who turned down on his, what was it close to half a billion dollar contract from Washington. Which okay, I get it. Washington probably won't be good for a little while, but he turned down a lot of money as a 21, 22 year old. And honestly, he's not going to get nowhere near that kind of contract this year. This no. is his contract year, it so is, he is yeah. walking unless they trade yeah, him. I which, didn't realize that. Yeah, I don't think they'll trade him, but. Well, it's, it Actually, seems like it's just carrying in from last year, too, because last season when he went over to the Padres, he wasn't doing what he was doing over if Washington. You're, if, you're, if you get to the trade deadline and you're sitting where you're at now, which is, let's see, they are eight games back of first. Let's just say they get to the end of July and they're still eight to ten games back. 
are you trading like a Soto? Again, it's an it's another Otani situation. You see what his market is like. You see what you can get out of him because yeah, if I'm ten games out and Soto's playing like shit, if I can get half, if I can get a halfway decent package for him, I'm doing it. Dude, if I was a Padres fan and we started dealing dudes after spending all that money, there would uh, there'd be a riot in the street. Oh my, bro, people would be so fucking pissed. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure we looked at this. So, um, Last time we recorded, but I think the Padres are top three in their, like, payroll this year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and the fact that they're close to last, they're fighting for last place with the Colorado Rockies. Yeah. I mean, it's not good times over there, but. I mean, like I said, you, I mean, again, they, you ha- you also have a. Yeah. You have a, you have a team that's very crowded with very good talent over there as right. well. So, if you can deal a piece like Soto because you are far enough back. I mean, are you gonna are you gonna pay the guy that much money, or are you gonna risk him leaving because someone else? Is yeah, they have the third. It's kind of crazy too. They can't even jump up to that third spot because San Francisco's in third right now, and they're twenty eight and twenty eight, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I thought we all. I think everyone expected that NL West to be Padres Dodgers oh. again, just going back and forth between one uh, first and second, and Arizona just kind of came out of nowhere. Okay, let me ask you a serious question. At the start of the year, where did you see the Dodgers? What, and oh, I, mean, I saw him winning the NL for sure. You saw winning West. after all the signings and oh, everything. Yeah, you saw sure. San Diego do I what think, they did. Yeah, and and I've the only time I've like actually been afraid of the Dodgers was that playoff series last year when I they was lost. Heated man, like I didn't talk to anyone for a week after that. Man, <laughs> I was so mad. But like I I don't know, man. They always just they always just kind of feel like little brother to us. Yeah, and that, that's Especially what I said in the regular season. That's exactly what I said when when we first started up this podcast and we were going over our predictions. I said, I'm like, I still think that's the Dodgers division to lose because I mean they know what it's like. They have the more like veteran, experienced guys. I mean, don't get me wrong, the Padres do have Machado over there, but I I, I don't know. The Dodgers just know how to win games. They know how to go on streaks. They know how to get hot. I mean, they can't always figure it out at the end, which. I mean, honestly, hurts just as bad. But I didn't see San Diego winning this division either. If uh, if San Diego kind of stays on this track, do you think Bob Melvin's out? I mean, something's got to change, and you're not going to get you can't get you can't get rid of Bogart or Tatis or Machado. They just signed those big ass contracts. Yeah. So if it's, some, not, if it's not Bob Melvin, it's Juan Soto. It's somebody. Yeah, somebody's no, I mean, yeah. Because that's those are really. I mean, you either fire the head coach or you get rid of a key piece that you have for some other pieces? I mean, because really, what would you go after? Some starting pitching? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. And maybe get blow up or a snail off that payroll, too. I mean, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you go out there and get rid of get rid of a Juan Soto because, I mean, honestly, you're not going to get shit for snail. Nobody wants him. Yeah. Him and his 7 ERA, probably. I mean, you know, so you get rid of How Soto, is- you go pick up a piece, and you go pick up a piece that can fit in that rotation as a two or three guy, even. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something solid, and then maybe Musgrove kind of picks it up with that, and yeah. Michael Walker continues his good season. This is uh, Blake Snell's contract year. This is his last year on the Padres. Oh, fuck. He, he might, will he, he will might. be a free agent um, at the end of the year. You know, how much is he making? Do you know? Uh, this year he's making sixteen million. He signed a five year, fifty million dollar contract back in. Uh, Back in 2019, with the Rays, or well, he got the extension, but um, yeah, he's he will be a free agent uh, at the end of the year. So where does he go? I mean, Oakland. 
the Las Vegas A's. Yeah, the Las Vegas A's. I guess. Like, I just I, he's. I don't. I don't know anyone that's gonna. I mean, I guess somebody will take a chance on him and you know give him, give him a couple mil. You know what I mean? We'll give you. F- 30 mil, 40 mil, you know what I mean, for two years or something like that. But every, every time a dude like that goes on the market, I'm like, the Dodgers can get him. They can fix him. And then it's like, I mean, we're tr- we tried to do a Syndergaard this year, you know, and he's kind of, I, I, he might be broken. <laughs> <laughs> he, he might be permanently broken. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Unfortunately. Some of those yeah. those some of those guys, they took a chance on, though. J.D. Martinez has been hot he's been for the good. man. Fucking uh, Hayward over there. Jason yeah, Hayward. All of, yeah. there, man. all of a sudden, he knows it's how to so hit weird. again. They, they do it every year with people. I mean, they did it with uh, Heaney and uh, Tyler Anderson. Yeah, last year, true. They got those guys paid, dude. Yeah, that shit, too. I just, That's crazy. Um, I just think it's crazy. I believe I saw something saying that J.D. Martinez had homered in three straight games. Yeah, I saw that. So, I mean, when you got guys like that, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to lose a division when guys that, you know, you never thought, oh, we're going to sign J.D. Martinez, throw him in the four spot, he's going to be like the old J.D. Martinez. No, you kind of hoped, eh, hopefully he can be kind of be what he was back in the day. And, I mean, it's paying off, and that's why the Dodgers are sitting up in first, man, and I don't see them losing this division. You never know. The Diamondbacks are only a game back. After uh, what are they? What is it? Almost sixty games now. The Diamondbacks are only one game back of the Dodgers in that division. They've surprised the fuck out of me. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Dude, shout out to Zach Gallen, man. Bro. No one ever talks about that guy. Dude, he is a stud. That's that's the NL Cy Young, old old Cardinal. That's well, the NL guys, Cy Young right there. I wish St. Louis would keep their guys. <laughs> Cause holy fuck! Hey, they're coming on a little bit. No, they ain't doing shit. Zach Gallon seven well, that wins. One week. Yeah, <laughs> they had a good fucking week. Congratulations. <laughs> he has a two point seven two ERA and has eighty two strikeouts on the year. So I mean, Zach Gallon has been a dude for them. The dude is good too. You got Lourdes Goriel Jr. Not senior. Not Miami. Not Houston. Lourdes Goriel. Yeah, the, the little brother. The little brother batting uh-huh. three fourteen on that team and. I mean, you got guys like Corbin Carroll out there swiping bags, taking advantage of these new rules. Rookie of the year. Probably. Uh, well, it'll be interesting to see. He's got a shot. He's, he's definitely, he's got, definitely a shot. got a shot. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, you don't know what's going to happen over there. But, I mean, hey, like I said, the fact that they're doing what they're doing, I mean, hats off to them. I hope it continues. I hope that run keeps going. Dude, I think I think that's what a a guy like Longoria does for a team. You know, he j- he just has that veteran locker room presence. Gets in with those young guys and just you know shows them the ropes. And that's true too. I mean, you know, like I mean, we've talked about it before, right? Having having those player presences and knowing that those guys are in that clubhouse and things of that sort. And an Evan Longoria that's been, I mean, dude's been in the league fuck forever. It seems forever. like you know what I mean. And he's still out there. I mean, he's still out there playing on mm-hmm. a regular and. Like you said, just having him there and having him show these young guys, this young team as a whole, you know what I mean, kind of how to go about it and, and, and just how to play and compete. and It definitely is paying off for sure. Yeah, he, de- he debuted in 2008. Dude's been in the league almost Jeez. 20 years, bro. Almost 20 years. Dude's 37 years old. Was the third overall pick back in 2006. It's still swinging it, man. Yeah, he's not having a terrible season. I mean... He has a two eighteen average, sure, but I mean twelve RBI, seven home runs. But I think it's more of that presence of being there for those younger guys. I mean, he saw some playoff baseball with Tampa. I mean, he's been, you know, on a winning culture. The Giants when they won the division what was it two years ago against the Dodgers, where they uh, kind of just were 
Yeah, when, it was when uh, Atlanta won the World Series. They kind of just came in and surprised yeah. with nobody. I mean, that was the year that, uh, God, they had like three or four pitchers just fucking pop off out of nowhere. And yeah, uh, Logan Gosman, Wed, Gosman, yeah, Gosman. Um, Alex Wood, too. Yep. Yeah. Those guys just popped off the whole year. And, I mean, Dude, just... Logan Webb's still doing it, too. Logan Webb, I think, is a really good pitcher. He's got that sinker. He's got that changeup. Mm-hmm. I mean, when he mixes them both in good, he's just... It's the same pitch, but one comes in at like ninety seven, ninety eight. The other one comes in at like eighty eight. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's pretty. Much, it's literally the exact same pitch. When he's got them working, he's mixing it up real good. The dude's nasty. Yeah, I mean, he's. But I, I don't know what it is with the Giants. Maybe it's just their offense not really putting it together. But I mean, I mean, he has a two point seventy, uh, two point seven five ERA, but he's only he's four and five right. They're now. not scoring runs. Yeah. That's that's I mean like, that's got to be so frustrating. Who too. you have over there? Yeah, right now you know what I mean. It's kind of the same thing. Can you name me two guys in their lineup? They have fucking uh, late night um, Lamont Lam- Lamont then, uh, Wade Jr. Yeah, they have your Stremski. They have uh, who the fuck is the other guy? Um, the guy that was with the Mets that was crying when he thought he got traded. Cabrera. No. Uh, Flores. Flores. Wilmer Flores. Wilmer Flores, yeah. And honestly, Wilmer Flores has been a very consistent player. Don't knock it. Nobody talks about this guy, but this guy has Mm -hmm. been very consistent for the last couple of years. And that's a a dude that's just quietly in the league for like 15 years. Exactly. He's not going to be someone that you talk about, but he's going to be someone that you you definitely don't mind having on your team because he's not going to cost you a lot. And he's going to go out there and he's going to play. You well, know what I mean? and they signed Michael Conforto this year. Um, oh, that's true too. I um, mean, he's been good for them. I mean, he has eleven bombs, has thirty-two runs, and um, so I mean, he's been helping that lineup out a lot. Thyro Estrada batting three hundred one has thirteen bags, swipe bags. I mean, Brandon Crawford is still their everyday shortstop, which but, is that veteran presence yeah. there. I mean, that's he's honestly been one of the most underrated players I think in throughout his entire career. Brandon Crawford is a really good player, so I mean. That's why I think the Padres are in a lot of trouble, man, considering that the three teams in front of him, the Dodgers, the Diamondbacks, the Giants, are all playing pretty good ball. Yeah, dude. And the, the Giants, back to the Giants, dude, that's just all management right there. Oh, that's yeah. just staff. and, and who's Because they still have, uh, what's his name over there? Gabe right? Kavler. Yeah. Gabe Kavler. Yeah. I, mean, and, I mean, Philly gave up on him real quick, and mm-hmm. Giants said, sure, come on over here. And he's definitely done a good job, I think, over there as They well, competed so. every year. Yeah. So you can't knock him for that, that's for sure. That's crazy, man. They're they're exactly 500 right now, and the Padres are still five games worse than them. So that that just goes to show how bad the Padres really are, man. I, again, I think it's just a matter of it clicking for the Padres. Mm. Don't get me wrong. I, I, that eight, hole's getting deep quick. You're eight games back, so it can get ugly really quick, but eight games can still be made up. Dude, I think, I, I think you got to put a little blame on Tatis, too. For all the shit he's been pulled or pulled and like well i mean you, you got you got a lot of guys over there you got a lot of guys that are that are guys you know what i mean and how often have you seen these super teams get built like this and actually do what people think they're gonna do yeah you know what i mean like how often do you see the this? yankees do it every year and they i mean have they though <laughs> They used to, for sure. They used to be that team that just bought the shit out of everybody and went out there and just won every year. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, even they've struggled with it. You know? Yeah, so. we just took two or three. The Yankees just took two or three of them from them in, in New York. Tatis playing villain. Did you see those videos of, like, the fans in New York were, like, chanting out steroids and shit, and uh-huh. he was out there being, like, a choreographer and, like, yeah. was kind of, like, guiding them and just kind of playing along with it. And I'm like, bro... 
Did you, you, need to, you guys need to start winning games before you yeah, start fucking. Just sit there and eat. Did it. you yeah. uh, Did you talk about that picture I sent you of him up at bat? Oh, with the ad, the dude, advertisement in the background, uh-uh. dude. So Tatis is up to bat. It was against the Twins, and uh, like they're showing his stats and everything, and then an ad flashes at the bottom of the screen for motorcycle accident insurance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> as is no as is. <laughs> So, I don't know, man. The Padres have some problems. Their schedule gets a little easier, I guess, if you want to consider Chicago an easier team. And then they play Seattle, Rockies. I mean, so they have a pretty weaker schedule coming up ahead of them. So, hopefully they can make up some ground. But, I mean, I don't see it, man. I don't, I don't, I just don't see how they, eight games is, I think, honestly, a lot of room to make up right now. Especially with the... If they can get, if it clicks and they can get it to click, I think I think you can see them definitely up there. I think if yeah. they were in the central and either NL or AL, then they would be in a lot better hands. Oh but fuck! If they were in the dude. central, they'd be in fucking they'd be close to first in both of those divisions. I mean, if you put them in the National League Central, they're they're sitting in third place right now. You know what I mean? They're sitting there tied for third or half a game out of third place right now. Like, yikes! Yeah, dude, you know and I mean? especially in the AL Central. AL Central's trash. Yeah, dude. A, the, yeah, that's true. The AL Central is worse. Mm, they're about the. <laughs> I mean, they're they're the same. They're about they're, the same. They're pretty shit. close to the same. They're but. about the same. The worst team in, is the Cubs, twenty four and thirty one, and in the Central in the AL. Oh, oh, Judge! Did he get it? Judge, get off me! Oh. No. Oh, weight room, buddy. I missed it. Warning, truck power. Oh God! Freaking Kirby's still out there in the seventh. You know what's fucking bullshit about this pitches. game? I sat George Kirby in my fantasy league today, thinking that he was gonna get shelled. So I sat his ass down, and he's probably gotten at least twenty points. Twenty plus, probably. He's gotten twenty-two points on the bench for me. Sweet. <laughs> when Hunter Brown got me negative one. That a boy. Oh great! That's just great management on my end. Stay hot, huh? But. Yeah, going back to the NL Central. I mean, honestly, there's there's not a whole lot to say here. I mean, nah. I mean, the NL Central's trash, top to bottom. The Brewers are 29 and 26, leading that division. And I mean, have they really shown you anything special? No, you know, no, I mean? the, the Pirates fell off like we predicted, and they're still in second place. And I mean, and the Cardinals are still playing pretty shitty. The Cubs are still playing pretty shitty ball. I mean, yeah. So I don't know what's going on. I mean, um, it's. Fuck. Cardinals, Cubs, Reds, Pirates. I mean, it's, like I said, and even the Brewers, you have uh, uh, freaking their pitchers. Um, can't think of fucking what to do. Nick Carbon Burns, you know what I mean? Dude's been a, a stud the last couple of years, and he's still not bad. 11 games, you know, he's got a 3-6 ERA, not what you're used to over there. But, I mean, if he's not doing it, you definitely ain't got nothing yeah, going on it, for you over there. He, he might be mailing it in this year, too, with all that arbitration stuff that happened with him. That's true, too. That's true. He did have that whole scandal come up in uh, spring training, huh? Yeah. He's like, it's funny how they sit there and talk about how bad you actually are. <laughs> like, bro, what Dude's the been dealing for I know, three dude. straight years. <laughs> Dude's out there with the sub-3 ERA for the last three years just winning ball games for you, and the only thing you can talk about is fucking how bad he is now. And you're just like, what the fuck? But that's kind of how those things go, right? Yeah. Shout out to uh, Marcus Stroman, man. He um, bro, fucking shut out the Rays. Shut out the Rays. One hit him in Chicago. I mean, the Rays, the forty win Rays, the forty win Rays, mm-hmm. the team who just absolutely dismantles every team they play. The Rays. I mean, 
hats off to Marcus Stroman, man. That shit was so impressive. I mean, the dude's electric up there. Um, how do you feel about him showing as much emotion as he does? There's a lot of controversy. A lot of people don't like it. Uh, people need to grow the fuck up and get over that part. Yeah. Of it. I mean, it's it makes the game better. It, it makes it more exciting. And when people are, you know, showing emotion and showing that they care, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I do think there is a line you can cross where it can get, you know, too far. But unless you're like, if you're just celebrating and doing whatever, like home run trots, things of that, if you're doing something to blatantly be disrespectful to someone, that's a different story. You know what I mean? But other than that, just let fucking people play. Like, people get excited about competing. People fucking big-time home runs or, you know what I mean, big-time strikeouts, things like that. Let them fucking celebrate. Right. I agree, man. And Marcus Marcus Stroman, I mean, I don't blame him. If you would have seen the motion, he's – a lot of people have a problem with it because they're like, oh, it's just a regular season. It's really just a random game in April or, I mean, May. But, I mean, to one hit, a complete shutout, and I believe the game was 1-0. I think that was the final score of yeah. that game. I mean, how are you not going to be pumped up for that? Oh, yeah. Dude. And, that, and th- that part, too, like, people have say that, I feel like, because we've all pitched in in competitive games and stuff, and I think that, uh, like, I mean, for me personally, when I was on the mound, dude, I was as intense as it got, and every strikeout was huge, you know, and everything. You're just so dialed in and focused. It's like, it's and then fun. you get that instant relief, you know, like you just struck this dude out. Like, of course you're going to be – screaming fuck you on the mound and stuff yeah no i mean it's fun for sure you know what i mean it's it's uh exciting to compete it's it's fun being out there and going up against someone else and you get the win and strike them out or you get the win by hitting a home run off of him like again as long as you're not it goes both ways yeah as long as as long as you're not like being disrespectful in any way you want to bat flip you want to do whatever unless you're out there like oh yeah you fucking suck or oh yeah you know saying something like literally right at me because you just hit a bomb off of me like Bro, okay, that that may be too far, but you want to do your bat flips, you know, you got your little trot where you do your Euro step coming around third base, whatever, like, do you, you know what I mean? Do what right. you do what you got to do. There's definitely that thin line that you can't cross, but I agree. No, I'm, I agree, man. I just see a lot of I see a lot of people get on Stroman for that when he played against the Mets uh, two outings ago. I don't remember his final stat line, but I did. I do know he threw very well against the Mets and. He showed a lot of emotion, but again, that was his, the team that he was on before, and I mean, they didn't really care for him. They didn't really show him much love out there. So of course, he was going to go out there and you know try to ball out, and he did, and showed emotion, and people didn't like that. The people that piss me off are the ones that uh, wanted are, are okay seeing it one way, but not the other. Right, like as a hitter, point from like a, yeah, as a hitter, it's cool for me to show you up and bat flip you. But as soon as I get pumped up because I strike your ass out, and now you're all pissed off, like bro, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and it's funny too because it used to be the other way, right? It's like the pitcher was always the one. That, yeah, like, don't bat flip on me. Yeah. Don't do this. Don't do this. Fucking and now Madison Bumgarner out there, <laughs> dude. The, that best, the best with line, Max Muncie, with Max Muncie, yep. and he's like. Bumgarner's bitching at him as he's running around the bases and once he's like go get the ball out of the fucking water <laughs> yeah he hits it into the what is it McCovey Cole yeah. out there absolutely hits the shit out of that ball yeah so I mean I agree man you gotta if you're, if you're gonna dish it you better take it as well so yeah, exactly. if you're a pitcher and you're gonna show me up as a hitter and next time I take you deep I'm gonna bat flip and you better be able to handle it but I mean I just seen Marcus Stroman get a lot of backlash for it which is unfair but 
I mean, I, I mean, he's he's been getting, but he's always been that yeah, guy. He's always too. been that guy, and, and I think it's also guy. part because his team is sitting in last, so I think he's just trying to fire up the team a little yeah. bit. I mean, it is a weak division, so they're not nowhere near out of it. But I mean, they're in, they're in last place in that division. They're only five. games They're only out. five games <laughs> back, and <laughs> we're only five games <laughs> we're, Today's what the thirty first, so June first tomorrow. I mean, they still have a lot of baseball game left, and I don't know, man. I I think the Cubs. Won't end up in last place. I mean, you never know. I mean, you still got fucking Cody Bellinger and uh, uh, shortstop. Dansby Swanson. Dansby Swanson there. You know what I mean? So, I mean, if those, like I said, those guys catch a little bit of wind and start going a little bit, you don't know. They can definitely be up there. I mean, the Cardinals have had a good little stretch lately, but still nothing to really say that they're back. I guess, or, you know what I mean, that they're going to compete now all of a sudden. Like, there's still struggles, a lot of struggles. I mean, they're 5-5 five and five in their last 10 games, so. Yeah, 5-5 five and five in their last 10 games, but they've had, like, a 19-game a nineteen game stretch recently where they've won, like, 11 of them, I think, or 12 of them or something like that. Like, you can't be mad about that, you know what I mean? You win 12 of 19, like, that's a pretty good stretch, you know what I mean? But... There's still something not clicking with those yeah. guys. Yeah, either. especially for a team that had no expectations coming into. I mean, they they had some big signings with uh, Swanson and stuff, but I mean, no one no one expected the Cubs to do anything. This no, year. I mean, even with that Swanson sign, I was kind of like, that's that's kind of a stupid signing. I on, do think Justin Justin Steele for them has been a uh, like a dark horse that kind of came out of nowhere. I don't think anybody would have predicted Justin Steele to have the kind of year that he's having. So I mean, but that's another guy that's kind of come through their system, is it not? Or? Um, I don't know exactly to be honest with you, but Justin Steele, his current that he is six and two, six and two on the year with a two point seven ERA. So that dude's been good for them. I mean, he threw, eh, he kind of got shelled by Tampa. He only threw three innings. Well, he left to start early. Oh yeah, he did. To get an MRI on his left elbow. Well, Tommy John, here we go. <laughs> don't say I didn't go now. Who did I say? Oh, Dustin May. That's who I thought was going to have Tommy John again because he's oh. on the 60-day IL now. Yeah. It, went, oh, it, went, yeah, yeah, it yeah. went from 10 to 60, so that means something's seriously wrong. Yeah. Or, no, no, something has to be very wrong. There's he no might, way it's just precautionary. He might be done. You know what I mean? He might be done. Knock but on wood. I hope. I mean, Dude. you better hope, man, because... Dude, they're the, pit, they're the, not deep in pitching. The run that guy gets on his balls are insane. It's yeah. so ridiculous. Awesome. It's all just super whippy. It's crazy yeah. how you see. All, it's crazy how you see Dude, it come out of some just, guy's yeah, hands. He's just got those crazy long arms that just like gets on you in a second and moves. But, but uh, apparently Walker Buehler said he's going to pitch this year too. So I was about to say, I don't, we, you haven't seen that guy all year, huh? No. Do you follow him or, on Twitter by any chance? He's uh, very active oh, on yeah, Twitter. It's awesome to see. Yeah, he live tweets stuff. all the games and really? stuff. Yeah, and I don't know why, but I—I I mean, I've never met him or anything. But I always took Walker Bueller as being like a very serious, like a more serious. Guy. Yeah, like I didn't really think he had like that kind of personality to be tweeting and shit. But yeah, he's very active hey, on Twitter. Kid, have you seen how tight his pants are? Dude? Oh are yeah, you kidding me? <laughs> I don't know who who wears. He's a real question. All about business. Here's a. Just to jump into the NLEs, who wears tighter pants, Walker Bueller or Spencer Strider? Oh, dude. Spencer oh, Strider dude. for sure. Probably Strider, but I don't think I, I don't necessarily think they're tighter. I just think he has bigger legs, you know. Oh, f- bigger legs for damn sure, dude. Want to know something crazy about him? Hmm. Do you know he was vegan? No. Yeah, Spencer Strider is vegan. That's crazy. Shit, man, I might 
try vegan. <laughs> we, we literally like, fuck, we might need to get on that same diet because if you're going to have thighs like All that. All that grass just goes straight to your thighs. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, cows, if you look at a cow, that's all they eat, and they're pretty big animals. But, yeah, man. Um, Shout out to Spencer Strider. 100, first pitcher to 100 strikeouts this year. Dude's and electric. I mean, that's another Cy Young uh, candidate right Absolutely, there. Absolutely, man. You know what I mean? He's been... Uh, He's been lights out all year, too. I mean, his stuff's nasty. Thunder Thighs over there really showing out this year, too. So, you know, it's definitely been uh, cool to watch him. Yeah, they they did just get Mike Soroka back, um, which I think is going to be huge. I've always been a huge Mike Soroka fan since, uh, shit, what was the last time he played? I think it was, some, it was something like a thousand, over a 1,000 games ago. Yeah. I mean, he had two. He ruptured his Achilles twice. Twice. Dude. I mean, that's tough to come back from, man. And he's he's back. Made his debut against Oakland. Um, wasn't great, but again, he he hasn't thrown. And I think I think the last time was pre-COVID. Or am I making that up? No, I, I mean I would imagine it would be somewhere around there. I mean honestly, I mean so regardless of what it was, I know it's been that long of uh, you know really long time. So. I think getting him back and him back into the groove of things, it's too early to judge how good he'll actually be. But I think you got to give him at least three, four, five starts to figure it out to get back into that big league rotation. And but 20, yeah, yeah, twenty twenty, he pitched in three games. What so his last season was his? He was the rookie of the year, I believe. <clears throat> uh, in two thousand nineteen, was he? Yeah, because he came up in 18, but he only had five starts. My guess is toward the end of the year. 2019, he played, uh, or let's see, uh, 2019. Oh, no, Pete Alonzo won it. Mike Soroka was a finalist that a, year. Yeah. But Pete Alonzo won it. But, yeah, I mean, regardless, I mean. But, yeah, 2020 and now 2023. So, But, yeah, I mean, Spencer Strider, Charlie Morton, they got Bryce Elder, who uh, he's thrown in. He has – He's thrown in 11 games, but recently became a starter. He has three, he's three and no on the year. He has a 1.9 ERA. I mean, these guys are just throwing whoever can. Max Fried eventually will be healthy. So I mean, realistically, the Braves are deep in their rotation. They have a solid four or five guys. Strider, when when all when everybody's healthy, Strider, Freed, Morton. Soroka, Bryce Elder, Minter out of the pen. Minter out of the pen. Nasty out the pen too. I mean Kirby Yates out the pen. I mean, you still got dude. That's crazy. Uh, Iglesias coming out the pen. Dude only throws about a hundred too. Jesse Chavez is fifty-five year old pitch out pitcher out there still. Dude still does it though. He's out there throwing that little cutter at eighty miles an hour, just dealing up there. Thirty-nine years old. Dude, offensively too, man. They're, I mean, they still got Olsen in there. That team's, that team's a juggernaut, man. I got the yeah, one man. of this uh, this guy I work with. He's a big Braves fan too, and uh, he was talk. We were talking about it just the other day about losing Freddie Freeman. He's like, mm-hmm. "Well, shit, you can't be mad because Matt Olson steps in, and it's like Freddie. Who's dude. who's Freddie? <laughs> who's who's Freddie? Like, dude, just think about when uh, Michael Harris starts coming back to life a little bit too, because he's been shitting the bed all year. Well, and did you know? I don't know if this is still true, but I believe Matt Olson leads the league in strikeouts. Is that not pretty surprising? That is. I'd imagine it'd be like Stan or someone. Well, he's been hurt, so I mean, yeah. he doesn't play, so he can't yeah, like yeah. strikeouts. <laughs> Dude's made of glass, so. <laughs> Let's see. Let me see if I find this real quick. Sean Murphy's really uh, 
really kind of stepped dude, into that dude, role I love too. Sean now too. Murphy. I had him on my fantasy team last year. Underrated, dude. God, and he was available in ours too, and I didn't pick him up. He dude. was available like yeah. the first three weeks, and I Hell was just yeah. like, eh. And then Me someone too. finally picked him up, and I was like, damn. Me too. I, I thought the same thing because Wilson Contreras wasn't really doing much for me, so I'm like, eh, I'll take a he chance. He wasn't doing him. much for anyone. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, he's not doing a whole lot. Matt Olson right now, batting 233, 75 strikeouts. Ouch. It's crazy that he's batting 233, but you feel like he's doing a whole lot more. Right? He's got 17 home runs. Or no. He's got... Yeah, am I seeing this right? He's got 17 bombs on the year? Yeah, sounds about right. Sheesh. Yeah. 233, 75. Yeah. That's crazy. 42 RBIs. You, I mean, you, you think of Matt Olsen and you don't think high strikeout you know power guy well that's what i'm saying it feels like he does a whole he's he's been doing a whole lot more to say to see right now that he's only batting 233 it's honestly kind of surprising like well and it's still i think it's just crazy like whether he's leading the league in strikeouts or not matt olsen still is leading the team in rbis with 42 and when you have a ronald acuna and a Sean Murphy and the Aussie Albies on that team, and uh, their third baseman Austin Riley. Austin Riley is a stud, I mean, dude. That kid is a stud. And the, and I think the scariest part of all this is like they have such a young, good core, and they're all signed to ridiculously small deals that they'll have them for four, five, six years for the next. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the scariest part is that all these guys are signed for so long. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's. This is, I mean, I've said it from the beginning. This is the Braves division to win. I don't think, I mean, Miami's in second right now. So, who's the Phillies? Who are the Mets? I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, well, again, you can't really kind of discredit all of that because, I mean, you saw what happened last year with the Phillies, right? So, don't necessarily count them out just yet, in my opinion. But, yeah, right what now. What about the Mets? I mean, 29 and 27. Well, yeah, I mean, kind of the same thing. You can't really, you can't totally discredit them, obviously. The fact that they're in fourth place or second place right now, you know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's a, I guess, a good place for them to be in. And if you're a Mets fan, you know, that's not a bad spot to be in four games out. So you never know what's going to happen, like I said. But the Phillies last year, you saw what happened there. They just got hot, and all of a sudden they're in the World Series. I feel, I feel like, though, like you look at the standings and you see Mets are 29, 27. The Philly is twenty five and thirty. I still feel like Philly has is is the better team though. I do too. I, right? I do too. I don't know. So I, I think so just because of the starting rotation. I mean I think it's hard to really rely on Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander to be the guys who take you to the, you know, World Series or the playoffs. I mean, they're old. Those guys are gonna get gassed out. They're already getting hurt. I mean that's why I do believe the Philly is the better team, but at the same time, I, I mean, it's tough, man. I think both of those teams honestly match up pretty evenly. Oh, get fair ball. Gashioka almost with the George double. Kirby into the eighth. He's pitched seven and two-thirds, and he's on my bench. 93 pitches into the eighth. Zero-zero ball game. Dude's about to throw a shut piece. Somebody go win this man a ball game. Or Aaron Judge hit a bomb. Either. I mean, I mean, I mean, whichever one. No, not whichever one. He's on my bench. Fuck that. Fuck him. Man, that's awesome. But yeah, man. I mean, we're how? What are we? Two months into the season now. 
45, about 45-ish games into the season. It's, it's, uh, it's starting to shape up here a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's starting to, you're starting to see things come together. You're starting to see teams like the Padres, you know, maybe just falling apart and you ain't got nothing going on over there. So you never, you know, you don't know what will happen. But it's definitely fun times for sure. Fun to see what's going on there. A um, couple shout-outs for me, I guess, individually, right? We also we talked about um, Strider, 100 strikeouts, Soroka being back on. Uh, Garrett Cole hit 2,000 career strikeouts. That's, that's huge, you know what I mean? Another great milestone for another great pitcher there to see. Um, Liam Hendricks had his first outing right oh yeah that's awesome first outing back from cancer all that stuff that happened there so that's that's huge to see him get back in the league there and back out back out throwing on the mound so that's awesome to see man yeah he he was diagnosed with stage four um hopkins lymphoma yeah i mean back in i think it was like february might have even been january it was before spring training but yeah he's um you know he beat cancer and you can tell the nerves were kind of getting to him at first. I mean, I don't blame him. I mean, you just fucking went through chemo and shit, and you did all what you needed to. But, yeah, shout out Liam Hendricks for sure. The fucking ovation he got when he was coming out. Fuck, I mean, dude, that's, that shit was crazy. That's crazy to me. But, yeah, that's huge for him, man. It's definitely done there. Um, that's awesome for them there. Did you see the uh, stuff on the on the pride flag, on the pride stuff with the Dodgers? Mm-mm. Just over the last couple of days, no. Kershaw came mm-hmm. out said he didn't like it, and then uh, Blake Trin was it Blake Trinan? Yeah, he also made a big statement about a, um, just kind of the whole situation. I don't know exactly who it was or what group it was, but they didn't have they weren't too fond that they got invited to do this pride thing that the Dodgers tried doing because of how they how they bash, I guess, like the Catholic religion or the Christian religion or one of them. I didn't get too deep into it. Like, I get it. Everybody's got their views. Um, but, yeah, they had a, they had some pretty strong words um, about what the Dodgers were doing over there. So I thought it was definitely interesting to see. So Yeah. they. I mean, they invited – it was a specific group. I'm not I, – yeah, I haven't gotten too into it, but I know they were upset because not necessarily that it was part of that – LGBTQ community or whatever it is, but the it was alphabet the, mafia. Yeah, but it was it was there. It was a different. It was a different group. It was a drag nuns, so yes. not drag queens, but drag nuns. Yeah, so, so they were making fun of religion. They were, yeah, and they, were, they were mocking, like I said, the Catholic or Christian it, religion just, or something. We're playing baseball, guys. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> what? I, I mean. It's cool. Put the flag on the jersey for Lamont. I don't. I don't really mind all that stuff at all. But like, it's just, it's just like I don't. I, I don't. don't I don't mind it. But at the same time, if people don't want to wear it, you that shouldn't. Should, you shouldn't have. Yeah, to, you shouldn't you should force to. people to to wear it. Yeah. Like if their views like. A lot of people have come out. I think in hockey, I think it was made a little hockey bit bigger a big thing. Hockey is a big deal, yeah. Right, where a lot of people were like, I'm not wearing it. Like, yeah. I don't care what you guys do. Like, I'm not saying nothing about you. And, like, I don't have any hate towards you or anything. But my beliefs are just that, you know what I mean? That's just not the way the things are. So, and you you have to respect that. Like, it's not like he's wishing any ill, right. Ill will on anybody. or It should just be a choice thing. You know what I mean? Or he's doing anything to disrespect, for, to disrespect you or anything. But for you to have to force someone to wear it, like, I think that's where that line gets crossed. Like, right. Do you think uh, Marcus Stroman would be talking all that shit wearing a rainbow jersey? I mean, <laughs> he's a very outspoken guy. So. He, 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 probably he, probably would. Would. he probably would, for sure. 
But yeah, like you said, man, that that should be a choice by the players. I mean, I'm all for you know support it, do what you want to do. But yeah, I mean, I mean I, I, like Jack said, we're playing baseball at the end of the day, yeah. man. Like we're here to play ball. We're making a living, fucking swinging a bat here, not getting into politics or supporting a certain group or not. Whether you're this or that, I mean, you're playing baseball. You're out there trying to win a baseball game at the end yeah. of the day. So yeah. yeah, I can see both sides of it too. It's like it's like. Like I said, to I'm me, trying to play a baseball game. Like I could give a fuck what's on my jersey, and then you know some people just think differently about. Some that. people yeah. do care, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. And it's like, like you said, you can definitely be that guy where it's like I don't care. Put whatever the fuck you want on it. At the end of the day, you're paying me, so yeah. I'm just here to play. But at the same time, some guys are like, I mean, my views don't align with that stuff. You know what I mean? Not to say that you can't live your life the way you want to live it. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, what does your life have to do with my life? Absolutely nothing. You know what I mean? But I shouldn't be forced into doing stuff that I don't want, that I don't support, I guess, necessarily in a in a way. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. But, yeah, I just thought it was interesting that some of those guys had some strong words to say about that stuff. So. Well, somebody, especially someone as big as, like, Kershaw. Like, yeah. you'll usually hear about it from, like, just a random, like, guy in the bullpen or, you know, random bench player. But Kershaw's their guy. That's yeah, their dude. And he's, he's pretty religious, too. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Well, Blake Trinan, too, you know what yeah. I mean? There was one guy that, uh, I don't remember if he what team he was on. I think it might have been there. It might have been who the Do- who are the Dodgers playing. Right now? Yeah, you know who they were playing against? Nationals. It might have been, they're in a series with the Nationals right it now. It might have been someone from the other team that said something, too, and then he came back and made this big apology, and yeah. it was like, oh, the organization got involved there and forced this guy into saying that he's sorry for what he said or whatever. Like, let him be. Let him be them. You yeah. know what I mean? But, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, that's kind of all the hot takes I really have. I mean, it's definitely been getting fun. It's getting interesting. I mean, things are heating up a little bit, so – Trade deadline coming up. All star game voting has now opened up, so we'll look. In, we'll look into seeing who should and shouldn't be on that. Yeah, obviously, as we get closer, we'll that take a little bit of a deeper dive into that. And I think the fan voting can kind of skew things a certain way for certain people, especially being in Seattle this year. Yeah, and some people get hurt. You know, some some very deserving people get hurt of you know being a starter or something. You've seen every now and then, but. So we'll keep an eye on that kind of going there. But, I mean, anything, any last words from you guys? Yeah, I um, just a crazy stat. This was as of yesterday. Um, Aaron Judge's first 46 games of last year, he had 18 home runs. Aaron Judge's first 46 games this year, 18 home runs. And that's with him missing, I think it was like about two weeks with his uh, injury early on in this year. So, I mean, who's to say he doesn't hit another 60 this year? Can you imagine? He's on pace for it. So that dude is a freaking. He's a, he's a robot. I swear. Like, how do you get that build and just have that natural power to just? And not even. And not even that. But I think the fact that he, because we've always seen you know bigger guys like this come up and stuff, but can't really figure it out. But dude knows his strike zone. Dude knows what to ball like. He's not just going up there swinging out of his ass. So and he can play. And he defense. can, bro. He's a goal. He dude, might that's be such a goal an underrated goal. aspect of his game. Too. Oh like, yeah, he's a dude. great fielder too. I mean, he's got range. You can yeah. get to balls in the gap, and obviously balls that are yeah. right over the fence. You saw him against uh, uh, Teoscar the other night. Robbed that home run, and he robbed another one. But in last night's game, so yeah, I think I mean realistically, Aaron Judge could have another MVP caliber season. Um, and his last, oof, 
He's to definitely going to be like top three in voting. Again. Oh, absolutely. If he stays uh, healthy. If, if he doesn't win, he's second. He, yeah. he, he loses by a couple votes. And the only win. person he loses to is Otani. Yeah. I mean, that's the only way he loses the MVP voting this yeah. year. Agreed. But, I mean, Aaron Judge is having another really, really, really unbelievable season. I mean, if he stays healthy, things could get crazy. But Stanton will be back. Um, Michael Canley will be back. So, I mean, that's exciting times. Another note I have here is just that uh, – Looking ahead to this weekend, the Yankees play the Dodgers at Dodger Stadium. That's honestly the only series that's worth watching in my eyes. I mean, Toronto plays the Mets. But, uh, I mean, that Dodgers-Yankees series is going to be a good one. Severino, Kershaw tomorrow night. Or, no, I believe this is Saturday. Oh, no, yeah, tomorrow night, Kershaw, Severino. That'll be good. Is it a three-game series? Three-game series at Dodger Stadium. I believe Garrett Cole plays pitches Saturday night against... Um, who are they playing? Grove? Who's Grove on the Dodgers? Oh, he's a, he, he's a newer guy. Just got called up. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Michael Grove. I believe so. Yep, Michael Grove just got called up. He's pitched one game. Yeah. And oh, uh, he, he, he's throwing he a couple. Pitched, okay. He's throwing a couple, actually. Yeah. Up and down. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so Garrett Cole will be on. That's a Fox game, so that'll be a pretty big game for him. And then Sunday, they the pitching matchup. Sunday night baseball, Domingo Herman on Domingo against Bobby Miller. So nice. that'll be good. Pretty good matchups all weekend. Which you got anything, Zach? No, man. Just uh, thanks for having me, guys. Oh, it's course, a lot man. of fun, man. And uh, go Dodgers. Go, go Dodgers. Dodgers. You heard God, We have too many fucking Dodger fans. Uh, <laughs> Dodger fan friends, man. <laughs> I just want to point out I was born in LA and. Went to many a Dodger game, so that's why I'm a Dodger fan. True. Yeah, whatever. Still doesn't make it any better. <laughs> oh, also, a little fun fact here about Zach Brown. He does have Nolan Ryan's tattoo or Nolan Ryan's stats tattooed on his body. Dude, I'll read them off for you guys right yeah, now. Yeah, give, give me Nolan Ryan's career stats. They're right. on my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> He's got 324 wins. 3.19 ERA career, and he pitched like 26 seasons or something crazy like yeah. that. Yeah. And 5,714 <laughs> strikeouts. Jesus Christ. So there you have it, folks. He Ryan does. Express. Right on his ankle. Man. Right on his ankle. Just so he never forgets. Just so <laughs> Pop, pops it out every now and then. You know what I mean? Let's people know hey, look at this. Look at the stats. Yeah, every time I hear like some people talking baseball at a bar, I'm like, yo, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> I got the stats. So, no, nah, it's been fun. Zach, thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us today. Um, again, the delay, a little bit of delay on this episode here, but we're back. You know, we're here doing it as much as we can, as often as we can, that's for sure. Uh, bringing you, you know, as many different views and bringing different people on just to give you a different perspective of the game as well. You guys get ours. You kind of know where we stand with everything, but hearing other people's side of the story and kind of seeing how they see the game is always fun as well, too. So we really appreciate everybody. Um, share the episode, you know, all as always share, uh, give us some recommendations, give let us, us feedback, know, let us know how we can get better so that we can keep improving it for everybody. But other than that, we really appreciate y'all and we hope to see you guys uh, here on the next one. Go Yanks, baby. See y'all.